everybody and welcome back to another motion podcast where we talk about nothing and everything at the same time but it's always to measure modify and move in god's direction now i am very excited today because we have a very special guest and that guest is none other than miss langbean hello welcome welcome so for those of you that may not know but where have you been have you been sleeping under a rock like what's going on Miss Langbean is the head of creativity at Mountain View Adventist College, and she is just such an awesome person. Now, let's start. Let's start this off with a warm-up question, because today we're going to be delving into the creative world and the mindset behind it, and all those great things. But let's ask a creative get-to-know-you question: What is your favorite color, and why do you think this color describes you as a person? You, you say this is a warm-up question, Yes. Uh, but you've is gone very, quite hard. Is it a deep, philosophical, um, Confucius says question? I don't know that I have any one favourite colour. Um, I can say that baby pink is one of my least favourite colours. Okay. Um, I don't know why. It's I mean, I appreciate it, but I'm not a, a baby pink person. Yes. Um, I love the blues, like blue shades, greens, um, because it reminds me of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I grew up on the water, by the water. I'm into scuba diving now, so under the water. <gasps> That's so exciting. Um, but basically, if the color's bright, I love it. Yep. Um, as you can tell, generally by the things I wear day to day, everyone else will be wearing blacks and browns, and I'm today wearing bright green pants. Um, so if it's got bright bright color, highly saturated is the technical mm-hmm. term. I love it. And I think I'm a fairly bubbly person. You so. are. You're a very bright person. So I think that is a good way of describing color in yourself. See, not that, not that deep, not, not that, that crazy. Deep. But we can, let's just, I'm always like, just get into the nitty gritty. Let's not fuss around. So today we're talking about creativity. And I guess I can ask the question, what is creativity to you? Or how would you define creativity? Creativity at its most basic level is essentially problem solving. Mm. Because it's being able to be given um, a question or a task or something to consider and then you, in your mind, you turn that into something completely new. Yes. So um, I remember I, I had to give a presentation once about creativity and what it was. And I said, and I maintain, everybody to a certain extent is creative because everyone is a problem solver. Yes, I always say this and people never believe me. And I'm like, come <laughs> yeah. on, if you just tried, it doesn't have to look the way yeah. of painting or things like that. When 100%. people usually think of creativity. Yeah. L- love it. Because yep. creativity is not just limited to art. Yeah, like you exactly. can have business people who are highly creative. I mean, yep. if you think about, and Mrs. Donat will thank me for this later. <laughs> if you think about mathematics, the the basic understanding of mathematics is highly creative. Like it's I, taking. I don't know about that, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, the people that discovered maths. I mean, my yeah, brain. That's true. Anyone who's ever watched me try and solve a math problem will tell you <laughs> my brain does not work that way. But it is essentially taking what you know mm. and transforming it into something new. So creativity exists in heaps and heaps of different fields. It's definitely yeah. not limited to art or music or drama. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would maintain that creativity at its most simple level is problem solving. Nice. I uh, personally, I 100% agree. If you don't, come at us in the comments, but we might not answer. <laughs> I'm just saying because we believe everyone's creative. No, but you can creatively choose what you may think to think. Yeah, okay. um, now, <laughs> what made you realize you are creative or then pursue a career as an art teacher? Um, my grandmother is an artist. Okay. She's a collage artist. So from a very early age, I grew up 
with art. Yep. Mum's pretty arty. In fact, one of my earliest experiences of art was painting with my grandmother and getting bored of painting. This is about age two, not recently. Yeah. <laughs> and um, decided that the paint looked like it would taste good. Yeah. So I ate the paint. See, creative thinking. Creative, see, creative problem solving. thinking. Yep. I was hungry. I was bored. Something that looked like food. It was non-toxic. Ate it. Yep, get it. I mean, I hope it was non-toxic. <laughs> that could explain my personality now. Um, as far as art teaching is concerned, I never wanted to be a teacher. Really? Yeah, I was you, told in year what? seven... By my English, I did an English presentation. She's like, no, no, you need to be a teacher. I was like, no, tap out. I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to be wow. a physiotherapist. What? Yeah, I want to be a physio. I wanted to work with people. I knew I couldn't do a desk job where I didn't talk yeah. to anybody. Um, and then, so I was going to pursue physio and then looked at the ATAR needed for physio and it's like ridiculously high. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what else can I do? And then in my year 12 year, my family fell apart. Yeah. And so it was just about surviving the year and getting through and yeah. getting getting finished and a friend of mine my best friend at the time said I found this degree and I reckon you'd like it yeah so I had a look and it was at UNSW's College of Fine Arts and it was a specialist art education degree and I was like oh well I like art and I guess I like people so put the two together and that's what you get did a year of it went this is a very weird art institution and I'm not that much of a fan (laughs) of it but I love the teaching so transferred up to Avondale yeah and then did modern history as my minor and um it was pretty clear to me that the Lord opened all the doors yeah. for me and enabled me to get um, the financial support that I needed because I couldn't yeah. have studied otherwise. Yeah. And um, the pracs I needed, and he really took care of everything. And then art teaching jobs are really rare on the ground. Yeah. Art teachers generally grab a job and keep it. Yeah. And I was employed before I had finished university yeah. and have never had to look for a job. Like, just, Praise the Lord, yeah, that's amazing. God just opened the doors. Yeah. So it's kind of like almost a meant to be, hmm. I guess, moment. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Never wanted to be a teacher. Yeah, look, a lot of the times <laughs> it's always, I never wanted to be a chaplain. And yet, look. And here we are. Thank you, God. But no. <laughs> and it's, it's these things where the things where we don't realize what we ever want to be a part of are often the things that bless us the most mm-hmm. in that journey. And I think that's mm. the way that God is just being sneaky with us. That's what I like to say. <laughs> Now, in regards to creativity, because you spoke about the idea of like what made you creative and things like that, but in the process of creativity, do you think it is something that involves you putting your heart and soul in a piece of work, or is it just kind of like letting your mind go and just being a bit mm. crazy with your ideas and mm. putting that on paper or on canvas or in, or in words or action? Um, in the words of my grandmother, who she's just a legend, every time I've done art making with her, she goes, Sweetie, you've just got to let go. Yeah. And um, I find the harder I try to make a perfect artwork, mm-hmm. the more rubbish it turns out. Because mm. I got really, I get really tense about it. Yeah. Um, even down to the like the physical tensity of hands get really shaky because yeah. I'm trying so hard. So I actually find that um, the best moments of creativity are the moments where you don't care. Yeah. And you're like, I'll try this and I'll try that and what would happen if? That's an amazing yeah. question to ask. I think. Um, a lot of people struggle with the what would happen if. Yeah. Because they know what they know and they mm. stick with what they're comfortable comfortable to do yeah. and they're not quite ready to push past the um, past the barrier and let something fail. Yeah. Because we like to be successful. True. But as soon as you let go of the need to have an artwork that looks like a photo mm. or um, create a piece that no one's ever seen and you're just like, well, what would happen if? Yeah. Everything kind of relaxes and you get the best work. Yeah. Truly. Um, I know Bob Ross, if you're into Bob Ross, he's a... Um, he's the happy little... He was the happy painter guy <laughs> yes. from many years ago. Yeah. Find all this stuff on YouTube. 
He says there is no such thing as mistakes. Yeah. There are only happy accidents. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if I agree. I've definitely made some mistakes. Yeah. But um, if you're willing to move from that point, not as a point of failure, but yeah. as a let's learn from here, mm. then yeah, um, the best things happen. But if you don't care and you're not invested, yeah. you won't work. Mm. So you do need to love it. Yeah. And um, if you think about God and God as the creator, he created an entire universe as a context for us yeah. to live and dwell. And if he hadn't poured his heart and soul in, we wouldn't have yeah. anywhere to be. Yeah. So you do need to care about it and love it. But the best things happen when you let go of yeah. the need to succeed. Very true. Now, you said now, you know, God created the whole world. And I personally believe that because we were created by a creative God, we have that innately within us. And you shared earlier on that. We are of similar mindsets where, you know, we believe everybody's creative in their own personal way. But how would you, I guess a lot of people come in and they're like, oh, I'm not creative in the way that they may think what creativity is. Mm. Now, we believe that creativity is part of human nature in a way, but is it something that can also be nurtured or learnt? Absolutely. I mean, yes, there are some people who are naturally creative. Yeah. And you, they create these things and they, they, they talk and you're like, how did you even picture that? Yeah. And that's just a gift from God. Mm. Like, that's their aptitude and that's what they're amazing at. Um, and, of course, other of us, um, we're given a piece of white paper and we're almost like, I have no idea what to do with this. Yeah. But um, it's like, I think creativity is like anything. It's like you build up a fitness for it. Mm. You want a new skill. If you, I mean... <laughs> I talk about fitness and I talk about sport like I have any idea about it. <laughs> Mr. Jensen will know that I am not much of a sports person. Um, but you want we to learn a new... No one knows it, so you oh, would. Oh, sh- guys, don't tell. If you're hearing, don't Cats tell. out of the bag. <laughs> um, if you ever want to learn a new skill, mm. like learn a new trick shot, whatever, yeah. you have to put the time into practice. Yeah, true. And it's the same with this. If you want to be creative, the more you practice it, the more you will build up the yeah. fitness for it. Yeah. So it's start, start small and we're not all going to be you know, the artist, the best artist in the class. Yeah. Um, my dad always is like, there's always going to be someone better at something than you. And there's True. always going to be someone that's worse off yeah. at something than you. So start with what you've got and you can build on that. Mm. You know, the tallest tower starts with a single brick. True. Ooh, that's very, very true. That's very, very, yeah. I like Thank it you. though. I like Thank it. You. It is true. The, the best painting starts with a single stroke. Yeah. So start small and you yeah. can build up to it. So talk to people who are creative. Look Very for true. inspiration, yeah. do your research, and you will be amazed at what you can come mm. up with. It's true. Like, I love drawing in my spare time. Not amazing at it, but it is one of my favorite things to, like, kind of just relax and do. But it's also the thing where if I haven't drawn for a long time, it takes me mm-hmm. a couple of days to get back, back into it. Yeah. And I, like, look at these drawings. I'm like, what is going on? But then the more I do it, it's like muscle memory almost. Yeah. It's like your hand gets used to it or 100%. you know you know how to move the pencil and things like that and it's slowly you work on improving on that skill. One of my favourite sketchbooks, it's not it's not my sketchbook, it was um, my mum's and she travelled in Africa in her 20s yeah. and so she was over there and um, she she was did the most amazing travels um, and so she was on a tour group and they were just on a bus in the middle of Africa traveling around. Mm. Um, they got lost in the desert for a couple of days. Yeah. That was a bit scary. They nearly ran out of water. So I'm glad they didn't, else I wouldn't have existed. Oh my. Yeah. Oh. Cool stories though. <laughs> but she had this sketchbook with her yeah. and um, she set herself the challenge that she didn't want to use a camera. Mm. So everyone else in her group, the other people on tour would whip out their camera to take pictures of yeah. things and she would whip out her sketchbook. And it's really fascinating to watch 
from the start of the sketchbook to the end how her drawings improved yeah. because she got quicker and quicker at yeah. seeing what was in front of her and translating that mm. into strokes. And um, it's interesting if I show her things, she'll go, oh, I remember doing that. And oh yeah, I worked on that one too much and I ruined it. Yeah. Or, but the progression from start to finish, because she built up her yeah. muscle melon, me, melony? <laughs> a, a melon, a fruit? A melon? A muscle me- memory. <laughs> You do not want a fruit made out of muscle. No. <laughs> or a muscle made out of fruit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys, we're going to weird places here. <laughs> so Salvador Dali it up. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he was a weird man. Um, but, yeah, it's yeah. muscle memory. It's a skill. You just got to start small. Now, you, you you brought something up with your mum's sketchbook where this idea where, you know, she had overworked a piece mm-hmm. or things like that. How do you know when it's the right time to step away from something? <laughs> From a project or a creative activity because yeah. that's the hardest thing like mm-hmm. we can, especially if people have time i mean i'm a last minute person so i never have time to make anything perfect <laughs> but if you have that time to work on a piece or a thought or words whatever you may be doing how do you know when to step away um it's a skill mm-hmm. i know that i can't draw late at night because i lose the ability to decide when it's finished yeah. and i end up overworking things and i look back at it the next day and just think oh gosh i really yeah. should have stopped 20 minutes before yeah. i did <laughs> Um, it is a skill, learning how to see something and look at it and go, okay, that's done. Yeah. Um, some of it is down to confidence yeah. and having the ability to put down the brush and step away mm-hmm. because if we're always aiming for perfection, there's a good chance we hit it and then yeah. kept going. Yeah. Um, it, it comes with practice. I'm generally of the, the opinion that it needs to sit well together. Yeah. So what I mean by that is that when I look at an artwork, there, it, it has a sense of being done yeah. and that everything's sitting together in a, what we call a unified composition. Mm. So composition is sort of the way something's arranged. So a unified composition means that it's sitting together in unity. Yeah. There's a nice harmony about it and it, it doesn't matter if some areas are brighter or darker or more worked or less worked. As long as it's sitting together as a whole, yeah. I'm willing to step back mm. and leave it. But it's just, it comes with practice and it comes yeah. with time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of it's just down. I find with students a lot, they yeah. get to the point of they can step away and they're unwilling to because they're too scared. Mm. Um, and so they end up keep working and then they're like, miss, I wish I'd just stopped. Yeah. So part of it is having the guts to put down the pencil or put down the brush and just step away. Yeah. But also practically putting your artwork on a wall and going and standing a couple meters away from mm. it, really, really helpful. Yeah. Looking at it like if I'm working in an art diary or a painting in front of me, I can't get the full picture of it. Yeah. I'm only looking at a piece. So the best thing I can do is put up against a wall and go and stand five, six meters away and yeah. have a look because yeah. then you can see the whole thing together. That's interesting. And I guess like from what you're saying, it kind of feels like this kind of perspective on life as well, where mm. there's things in life that we kind of overanalyze or just, and then get into our heads and get into our own ruts. And it's at a point where it's just like, this is good enough to move on from this yep. moment. Like 100%. just walk away and it's going to be okay. Mm. Like whether a situation at home or family or friends or whether it's an artwork, at some point, you just you have just to walk away, away and say, it's good. God did it. Yeah. He created and he goes, you know what? It's good right now. It's finished. I can walk away. And I'm pretty sure God could have still kept adding, kept oh, thinking, yeah. but it was good enough. <laughs> and that's like, and it was good. That's yeah. the thing. We often achieve, try to achieve great things, but God's always just achieving good things. Like and we're our own things. worst critics yeah. as well. Like I'll yeah. have students go, miss, this is the worst thing I've ever made. And I look at it and I'm like, dang, I wish I could have made yeah. that. So I think... Um, being willing to take other people's perspectives mm. is really important, and um, yeah, don't don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. We are our own worst enemies when it comes to creativity. It is true. Now, do you often critique your own work? 
I think as someone who is regularly making works and things, I yeah. do need to. Yeah. Because if I never critique it, I never learn from it. True. I end up doing the same thing over and over again and never pushing past it. Yeah. Um, I am not too harsh on myself in the sense that I won't like hide things away and never show them to yeah. people. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one, but I think positive critical feedback mm. and being honest about something yeah. is incredibly healthy. I mean, you don't hype it up to be more than it is and you don't yeah. tear it down to be less than it is, yeah. but it's very healthy to look over something you've done and go, okay, what do I like? Yeah. What do I dislike and what do I want to change for next yeah. time? And with the idea of critique, you know, when you can look at a piece and kind of come at it from your own perspective, then you can kind of justify certain feelings or things towards it. But how do you feel when someone else comes back with negative feedback? Is it discouraging? Does that later on re reflect in work or you're too afraid to try something new? Um, it can. It can be. It depends on the person and it depends yeah. on the work, to be honest. Um, there are some things you do that you're just doing because you've been asked to do them. Yeah. Do an artwork for somebody and... Um, you're kind of less invested in it. Yeah. But when it's something that you've spent hours on and you are really proud of and passionate about and someone else comes and shuts it down, yeah. that's hard to deal with. Yeah. And I feel like in that moment, it's often really good to go and get a second opinion. Yeah. I was working on something at college and I um, had done all these drawings, continuous line where you don't take your pen off. Yeah. And then I was turning them into wire sculptures. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah. And then I was hanging them so my drawings became a sculpture. And yeah. then when I reflected light on the sculpture, they turned back to living drawings on the wall. <gasps> Yeah, it was really cool. Do you have so pictures I made, of this. Uh, yeah, I think I do. Yes. So I made like these fifty-something fish sculptures or forty-eight yeah. fish sculptures. Anyway, one of the lecturers came past. Yeah. And I was really proud of it. And they looked and they're like, "Yeah, I, I think you were capable of more than that. I don't, I don't know why you're bothering with this." Whoa. That was kind of the general vibe. And I was pretty cut because I was like, "But I'm loving this. Yeah. I'm having so much fun. Yeah. Don't shut it down." So I went to one of the other lectures and I just explained what had happened. And to be honest, I cared too much. Yeah. I think if you're enjoying it, just keep enjoying it. Yeah. Um, and that, so we just had a bit of a chat together and we talked about a few things and I refined the work a little yeah. bit. But it just kind of confirmed for me that I was doing it because I was enjoying it. Yeah. And it didn't actually matter that someone else didn't see the same things in it that I saw. Yeah. As long as I am enjoying it, yeah. then it's okay yeah. for something like that. Um, so it didn't deter me from the work and it, it was certainly a learning experience. Mm -hmm. Um. But nobody sees the same thing the same way. Yeah. So true. there are moments in life where you are going to be enjoying it and someone else comes and shuts you down. Yeah. But that's because they don't see it the same way. Yeah. Everyone's brain is different and maybe they see things in you that you don't see and vice yeah. versa. But when it comes to art, if you, I mean, it's different if it's a project that you're doing for someone, yeah. at which point they've asked you to do it. And of course, you need to take all their feedback yeah. on because it's for them. But if you're just enjoying it for the sake of enjoying it, just keep going. Yeah. The more you enjoy it, the more you'll want to do it and the yeah. more you will find an improvement in yourself. Very so, true. yeah, don't... Some people just are haters. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I guess that's that, like, when I think of art in its, like, traditional context of whether a painting on a wall or a sculpture or even postmodern art, but mm -hmm. it's this idea where when someone creates something, they kind of release it to the world and it's like, yep. it may not be what the artist intended for the message, but then everyone comes at it with their yeah. own perspective, with their own life story. And... They may not see eye to eye with what the artist may have yeah. originally thought, but it's that release of a part of you and your story mm. and seeing how other people react, mm. which is which is what I appreciate so much about art because it showcases each person's story differently mm -hmm. into how they'll either create mm. art or react to it. 
Um, I don't know, but that's me when I go to galleries and think about it. I'm like, oh, what do they think? But what do I think? Ooh, we're so different. I we're think, the same. I think creativity can be a gift in that sense yeah. because you, in creating an image um, that's something that you're interested in, you show it to someone else and then that gives them the opportunity to enjoy it in their yeah. own way. Yeah. So you actually provide little moments for people to connect with you yeah. and connect with your art in ways that you necessarily didn't imagine. Yeah. So it's, I think creativity is something that's given to be shared. I yeah. don't think creativity is for the, the person who has it. Mm. Um, I really think that um, God gives us gifts for a reason. Yeah. And um, so in committing stuff to him, sometimes it's an action of trusting him. Yeah. And just saying, Lord, I have done this. Here it is. Do with it as you mm. will. So you never know what um, an artwork or a photograph or creativity in, the, in drama or music yeah. You never know how it's going to touch somebody yeah. or encourage them. So it's something that even if you're scared of releasing it out, mm. put it out yeah. because you never know who's going to see it and may be encouraged by yeah. it. Very true. Now, on on that note, do you think um, spirituality and culture play a role in creativity? Oh, 100%. How we view creativity? 100%. Yeah. Um, it's like every culture has their own what I'd call aesthetic. Mm. Everyone has their own version of what they think is beautiful. Yeah. And so um, it's very interesting when I look at, particularly if I think about patterns, yeah. you can pinpoint a part of the world based on the patterns that come from very there. true, yeah. And those patterns, whilst the rest of the world may not understand it, are incredibly beautiful yeah. to that nationality. Yeah. So at no point should one ever say that this culture is more creative than another. Yeah. It's just that the expression of that is different. Mm. Um, so I think culture plays a huge role in creativity and what people consider to be beautiful and yeah. um I love seeing cultural work because mm. it's different to what I'm kind of your stock standard white person and I don't mind saying that um, I hail from England and kind of European nations yeah so I know what I think is beautiful yeah but I love seeing the rich cultural work from different mm. nationalities because it's so outside of my yeah. scope and realm yeah and I appreciate the skill like nothing else yeah so I think culture plays a massive role in creativity and spirituality yes um, I'm creative because God gave me to be creative yeah and he didn't give me to be a mathematician yeah. or a rocket scientist. My brain doesn't work that way. And yeah. he gave me the brain I have. Um, and then from there, I go, well, I want to invest in that skill mm. because I don't want to be like, you know, in the Bible, there's the parable of the talents. Yeah. And you've got the three servants who are given some money and um, the man who gave the money goes away. Yeah. And two of them invest in it. Yeah. And they work it and get they raise more money. And the other guy is too scared. Yeah. And he's lazy and he buries it in the ground. Yeah. I don't want to be the person that takes what God gives me and says, mm. it's for me and I'm not using it. Because yeah. then it's just a waste of skill. Yeah. So um, I invest my time in art, in music, particularly yeah. music, because I believe that's what God has for me to be yeah. doing. Yeah. So I think um, my spirituality plays a big role in my creativity mm. and I attribute it to God. Yeah. And I think that plays into the thing of courage in yeah. what you have because something we forget is that if God's given it to us, it means he knows we can do it. And if we're too <laughs> yeah. scared to do it, he's like, don't worry, I got you. Yeah. But we're often, we forget about that. Yeah. We're like, the dude who created everything mm -hmm. and gave you this gift knows that you can do it, but you're like, no, 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 not yeah. me. And you're like, it's it's you, it's <laughs> definitely you. He gave it to you. Yeah. Oh, very true. 100%. Yeah, very yeah. true. Now, I guess to start wrapping up, what gets you into the creative zone? Um, it depends. A few different things. I need to have the right music on. Yeah. Um, being able to just zone out yeah. and just paint with or draw with my music on. Yeah. 
Um, I find that if I go too long without making artwork, I start to get this feeling I can't quite describe of restlessness. Oh, wow. Yep. And yep. I just, like, during turn time, I can't wait for holidays so yep. I can sit down and just zone out yep. and draw or paint, whatever it is. Um, so a creative zone, having enough sleep helps. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> creative, it's problem solving and you make decisions every second when yep. you're being creative and you need enough. Yeah. I see that. Eating the right food. Cup of tea helps. Love Except a good cuppa. painting with watercolours, because I have been known to dip my watercolour brush in my tea because I got muddled. Have um, you ever had the moment, because I've had this where I've drunk the water that no. I've been dipping my um, brush in <laughs> instead of my tea. That has happened to uh, me no. too many times. <laughs> like, fool me once, fool me twice. Oh, I'll fool myself a third yeah. time. Yep. <laughs> no, I've, I've watched the blue colour sink into my tea. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> like, no. Yep. No, I've never actually drunk the, yep. drunk the water myself. It doesn't taste good, guys. Just trust me. There. No. <laughs> it's non-toxic, but no. I wouldn't yeah, no, it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't. Please let this not be a new challenge that like starts up. <laughs> No, don't do it. Yeah, it was past a hope. hope no, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, cuppa, having a moment. Yeah, having yeah. the time. Yeah, it's really hard to be creative if you put yourself on a really short time it, frame. That is very true. It almost gets real stressful. It's like yeah. you can't think anymore because, like, how do I do this in ten yeah. minutes? I can't. Yeah. Yes. Put it into size, like bite-sized yeah. chunks, um, and then. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes the weather helps. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, doing art on a, on a rainy day is yep. really satisfying, yeah. but you need lots of natural light. Just saying, mm-hmm. don't do your artwork in your bedroom with the light on at night. There's not enough natural light. You won't see it properly. You've got no clue what's going on, mm. guys. You'll, you'll... My art students will tell you I have all the windows open. Yep. Generally, air, fresh air coming through. Yep. doesn't matter what temperature it is outside, yep. <laughs> and um, it's all about the light. Yep. Use the natural light. Beautiful. Nice. Well, thank you for sharing those thoughts on oh, creativity. Thank you for having me. I love talking about creativity every step of the way. Because to me personally, it is an important topic, and I love when people think the same. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> now to finish off, what is a sentence that you would, I guess, leave off with to inspire someone in their creative journey, whatever it may be? Um, trust in God, trust in yourself, and pick up the pencil. Yes, love it. And with that, it is not a mic drop, but a pencil drop, guys. If I had a pencil, I'd drop one. <laughs> clatter, clatter, clatter. That's the pencil falling. That the is the pencil drop. So thank you so much for joining us for another Motion Podcast Woo-hoo. where we measure, modify, and move in God's <laughs> direction. And today, we moved creatively. Yeah, so we thank did. you so much, Miss Langbean. Oh, you're welcome. For coming in and having this chat. Woo. And guys, we will see you next time. Bye. But we'll not see you. Oh. Well, you'll hear us. We won't hear we'll you. We'll hear but... you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>